Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jeff Newbarth. Welcome to the Callaway Golf Podcast. We're covering the entire state of California, Lex. I'm up in San Francisco. Yeah. You're down in Del Mar. That place looks familiar where you are. I've seen it before. Uh, I, would, I would think it did, yeah. Yeah, and we but, have the reverse um, color scheme happening here. Yeah, you know you've got well, the I've, black hat, got the gray hat. Yeah, I've I've been uh, I've been quarantining before working the PGA Championship for the last four days. We're recording this on Saturday, and we're super excited to have two of our staffers, uh, club professionals, who are among the twenty that qualified for the PGA Championship. You're going to hear from both Alex Knoll uh, out of Pennsylvania and Mike Otterson from uh, Cincinnati in a few minutes. We'll get their thoughts going into this week, but what a fun week for those two. Uh, and what a great thing that we finally get a major in golf. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's such a special opportunity for Alex and Mike to be able to play in a tournament with not only major winners and professional golfers, but some of their peers um, from around the country. And I, I think it's a really exciting thing to watch. And it's kind of fun that it gets to be the first major where there's, you know, people like you and me. No, they're nothing like you and me. <laughs> they're really good golfers. They are. They're very good golfers. And it's going to be really exciting to hear not only what they have in their bags, but how excited they are for the course and the whole week. Yeah, what I'm excited about Alex Knoll is Alex Knoll is going to put what I believe is the first super hybrid into major championship play in history. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'm a huge fan of the super hybrid. At one point in the grand day, I used all three, but that was mostly just because just I could. Uh, I still use one and uh, love it. Uh, I think that could be a secret weapon for Alex out here and excited to, to to hear his thoughts on the golf course. So San Francisco, an amazing setting for major championship golf. Harding Park, public golf course that'll be documented all week on the coverage. And there's so much coverage between digital, uh, cable on the first two days, then linear, uh, and then you know featured groups, featured holes. It's There's just... If, if you want so basically, to basically, there's no excuse to not watch. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> no excuse to not watch. So, so we're not going to talk too much about the golf course. We'll let we'll let the, the the pros do that, and we'll let everyone do that kind of through the week. But what are you most excited about going into to the year's first major? Oh my gosh, I think what I'm excited about for the first major is that this is hopefully the first time we're really going to see everyone at the tip top of their game, right? Like this is. These are the big stakes, and even though the crowd is not there and all the things that we hear about every week on these broadcasts, I would hope that the pressure is still there because this this still matters. This is a major title, and someone at the end of the week is going to call themselves a major champion or a repeat major champion. Yeah, I mean, they're still playing for the Wanamaker Cup. You know, it's not like, yeah. it's not like that's not going to be here. Um, yeah. You know, I, I can tell you it's, it's been a little bizarre being up here. I got up here Wednesday. Um, you know, a lot of quarantine, a lot of COVID testing, all the players obviously doing all that, staying in their bubble, um, you know, with such to basically have this amazing city, like literally right over there and not be able to participate in any of it. It's a little weird. Um, and I think it'll be weird. This will be one of the weird things where you won't hear roars at a major. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be one thing where at, at some of the other events, you can kind of get away with it. I think at a major, it's going to feel strange. Uh, what I'm excited for is I think this is a great golf course for a number of Callaway golfers, especially Xander Shoffley. I just think that this place is not overly long, but it, it has a premium on accuracy, and I don't think the greens are going to be crazy, crazy challenging compared to some other places where they play it. I think Xander's going to have a really, really good week. Well, I really hope so. I mean, obviously, that's that's what we're going for as Callaway employees, but um, I think – 
I think it'll be a chance to see some really fun golf, right? And I know that um, you've mentioned the course has been, you know, reorganized or however they're going to play it is different than it was in the President's Cup when they played yeah. a few years ago. And I know the, the ladies played there at some point, right? Um, but I think, I think it's going to be a really fun week. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I'll be working the ESPN shows on uh, Thursday, Friday, and then I get to do the 18th hole, featured hole, uh, with Callaway's Olin Brown on the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. So that'll be super fun. Um, but I just think it's time uh, for a major for golf. Uh, Ramon Ware, I know you're watching and listening to this. I kind of feel bad we didn't get Ramon into the tournament. I think he would have been great if they, if they didn't have, you know, maybe have one more spot for him. But maybe Lex, maybe we'll try to get Ramon on after this thing's over to react to, uh, to, to his course. You know, he used to work at Harding Park and he, he oh, took really? me out there to play it. Yeah, Ramon used to be one of the starters there. Um, and, uh, he took me out to play at one time and uh, almost killed someone in the group with us cause he was trying to hit a stinger past a tree, but maybe Ramon, uh, can come on next week, Lex, and we can talk a little bit about that. Uh, the other thing I'm excited about is you got to keep listening to the show or watching if you're watching on YouTube, cause after Alex Knoll joins us, we're going to tell everybody about a chance to win, not 1 million, but 2 million bucks. Yes, we definitely are going to tell them that. And I think that's maybe going to be what really gets some people to watch and stay listening to this podcast. But for now, we're going to hear from our first PGA staffer, Alex Knoll. As promised, because we don't lie on the Cali Golf Podcast, Alex Knoll is joining us from Glenbrook Golf Club, Stroudsburg, PA, which I just learned from him. is about an hour and a half north of Philadelphia in the Poconos. Alex, we're recording this before your journey out here to San Francisco. Welcome and thanks for taking some time. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to get out there tomorrow and uh, get this thing going. Yeah, so I, I just think everyone needs to know kind of the journey that you've had, kind of the, I would say, the emotional roller coaster of the last couple of weeks, um, you know, for your first PGA Championship. Tell people sort of what happened in terms of originally – they canceled the club pro championship and you were in and update us kind of through now. Yeah. So actually this started all the way back in March. Um, in mid March, we got an email saying they had originally canceled or postponed the club pro championship in Austin. And at that moment in time, they were going to go to the list of the top 20 on the PGA. Well, uh, I, I hadn't even looked at that list ever. So I literally just scrolled down in the email, clicked the link to see who in the top 20, and I found my name on the list. Um, so I was shocked. Um, for So for literally, I think, 18 hours, I was in the PGA Championship in March. Then the next day, they postponed the PGA. So then we were kind of in limbo all year, um, all kind of spring and summer, waiting to see what they're going to do with the club pro. They eventually rescheduled it to Austin, Texas um, in mid-July. But then by end of June, that obviously just didn't seem feasible with everything going on right now. So they canceled that officially. So then about three weeks ago, I was officially in the PGA. And last year, if, I'm, if my research is correct, you, you missed by two shots. So this has obviously been a goal for you. What does it mean to you to be uh, you know, one, of, one of the Callaway uh, master staffers and a club professional who gets to play with, you know, the greats of the game at, at Harding Park. I mean, it's a crowning achievement for my career. Um, I wish I would have done it purely with my clubs in the tournament last year. Um, I was doing pretty well up until midway through the final round and ended up missing by two. Um, I missed by four, two years ago. So I've been steadily getting closer. Um, but 
be that as it may, um, very proud, very proud to represent Callaway as a club professional and just super excited to represent the Poconos area. I'm also originally from Bethlehem, so I'm also got the Leah Valley riding with me. And I actually think I'm the only person from Pennsylvania actually in the field. So that's a pretty cool feeling um, heading into this week. That is really cool. Um, Newt's, uh, Scoops Newton, who uh, uh, of our internal Callaway marketing team, did a little research and he figured out um, a lot of people don't know about this PGA professional list. Not like the World Golf Rankings where you can go to like the, right. the website and check it out. So Newt's, uh, I believe, ran his own algorithm. And would you like to hear how he surmised that you made it to the uh, spot on the list? Because it wasn't just they didn't just like randomly pick people. I uh, can't wait to hear it. So, so one, you won your section champ for the first time in 2019. That's, that's a big check. Um, you were local player of the year. So that, that doesn't hurt. Yep. And then you also, with your points for your finish at the 2019 Club Pro Championship. So if you add those all together and go into the, uh, I'm sure it's a vast network of computers that they have running this, it, it spit out the algorithm and, and, and Scoops Newton has, has the scoop as always. That's how you got in this thing. Yeah, I mean, I when I saw that on the list, um, I assumed that whatever I did last year obviously uh, added up to where I was, but um, just kind of, a, I guess, a second chance from kind of screwing up in the final round last year a little bit and maybe a little redemption or, or whatever, a, a second chance here at, at the Dream. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Harding Park. Um, you haven't played the golf course, though you have been to San Francisco. Um, yes. I'm, I'm currently in San Francisco doing my, my quarantine days. I, I can see fog over here to the left cause I'm, <laughs> I'm literally right next to the runway. Um, and the fog has kind of been coming in. It, it, it leaves kind of mid morning, gets beautiful in the mid seventies. And then later in the day, this fog comes rolling in, uh, like, like, like it's a, uh, an F1 speed racer. Uh, and then the, you got to throw the jacket on and stuff and, and get ready. How have you been preparing for your, your maiden voyage to, to, to a major championship and specifically for Harding Park? Well, I've looked over the flyover, the golf course. Um, there's actually a decent amount of holes that shape right to left, which knock on wood favors my game. I, I kind of hit a draw a lot. Um, I don't do much the other direction. So I'm kind of excited to kind of see how that shapes out for my game. Um, temperature wise, I kind of like it a little cooler. Um, I'm not as, uh, let's say, 0% body fat as Kepka and those guys on tour. So a little less, uh, little less heat and humidity is A-OK -okay by me. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that. And, yeah, I, I know it's at sea level, so the course is going to be pretty long, probably pretty lush. And just kind of looking forward to see how the course looks Monday when I play for the first time and just kind of making a game plan in the next three days and seeing what I can do starting Thursday. Yeah, I feel like it'll be set all week, um, but there's really no comp to this. This would be the equivalent, uh, you know, Newt's put it down on a note to me, of, of like a tennis, you know, teaching professional entering qualifying at the U.S. Open, getting through, and then they draw Federer the first night under the lights at, at Arthur Ashe Stadium. What do you think it's going to be like when you're on the range and, and you walk out there to get your spot and you're walking by, you know, Phil, you're walking by Xander, you're walking by you know, major champions, um, some of whom you've already mentioned. Uh, how do you think that experience is going to be like? I mean, <laughs> I know my place in this game. I'm a, a club pro from Northeast Pennsylvania. Um, I'm a medium fish in that small pond. And then we go to the, the ocean here and um, I'm the 
phytoplankton on the bottom there. So um, I understand where I'm at. I'm going to enjoy the moment. I'm just going to love watching those guys hit balls. I'm going to spend time watching them hit balls. It's the closest I'll ever be to them, obviously inside the ropes and at a major all wrapped up in the one. Um, yeah, I'm going to focus on my game and try to do my thing. But uh, I, I want to truly enjoy the moment and just remember that I've been playing since I was 10. I'm an only child. My parents have devoted their entire lives to to giving me a chance to pursue this dream. And um, this is kind of a little bit of a, I guess, piece of a success to show them that all that hard work and dedication by them um, pays off in this one week chance. And then in terms of practice rounds, you mentioned you're going to try to see the golf course Monday because you have to learn the golf course. Uh, a lot of these pros played either in the President's Cup or they played right. uh, in the World Golf Championship that was here. Though for the President's Cup, the holes were numbered different. So don't get confused when, uh, okay. when 18 is actually goes back to 18. That's my one right. bit of advice for you. Um, who are you going to play practice rounds with? Have you worked that out? Or are you going to try to like stay on the first tee and see who's kind of walking up? Be like, oh, that'd be a cool person to play with. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a time guy. Like I, I want to play a certain time that I want to play. So not necessarily scheduled anything. I don't really know the other club pros. A lot of them have been there uh, multiple times. This is my first. Um, I'm the only one kind of from our Philly region going there. So I don't have a, a buddy per se going out. More or less, I'll just be on the first tee. And uh, <laughs> anyone there is more famous than I am. I'll probably just join up with them and go ahead if I see uh, – Phil or, or Daniel Berger or someone kind of just rolling up there. Maybe I'll wait to maybe see if they have an open spot. But other than that, anyone that will let me kind of tag along will be an awesome experience. Yeah, for sure. I think that's part of what makes it fun, right, is the integration between uh, the club professionals and the PGA Tour players during the week. And I think the tour players appreciate it um, on a different level that, that, that you guys appreciate it. In terms of the golf course, you, you did mention a little bit of the characteristics and you mentioned specific times. Will you try to play a practice round during the foggy conditions, say an early morning or later in the day, or will you uh, try to try to only focus on, on say mid midday stuff? Probably one morning and one afternoon practice round to get a feel of both waves. And I and kind of looking at the weather Monday, supposedly it's going to be windy and opposite yeah. direction compared to the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. So Monday might just be a day that I go out there, not necessarily to worry too much about the tee balls and stuff like that, but focus more on the short game. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, when the wind is going to kind of be consistent for the rest of our week, kind of more focus on our, our T lines and sight lines and go from there. And in terms of your preparation, I love the fact that uh, last week on Wednesday, you gave six lessons in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, you gave lessons in practice. How does teaching help you keep your game kind of focused? Because if you see someone doing something wrong that you, you as an instructor remind them, does that ever come into play when you're out of the golf course and you're like, oh, I didn't love the way I did that. Oh wait, this is how to fix it. Um, I, more than instruction is kind of to take my mind off of wanting to be so competitive in the game. I think that's why all of us are out there is we love that it's such an individualistic sport. So we're either the champion or we're, we're at fault. I think with, um, I think with teaching, it kind of gives me that outlet to use my experience to help them in many different ways. Um, I don't really teach by one method. I just try to take that person's swing and make it better for them and, Golf, you can do it in so many different ways, just like all the guys on tour. There's a hundred different methods to be successful and, and have a career out there. And kind of that's the way I see myself. I do it a little bit different than a lot, but uh, 
I like teaching. I like helping others. I'm a high school golf coach, and I kind of like helping all different levels of golfers kind of enjoy the game. Well, I can tell you're very humble, too, because you're not just a high school golf coach. You're a district champion high school golf coach. Come on, you got to give it some ups to, to, to you and the team for doing that. We're not going to let that slide. No, that was our uh, first ever district championship yeah. last year for more than 100 years in school history. So that was a pretty awesome feeling. And we have a lot of good kids in the next five, six years kind of in the pipeline. So um, it's taken four or five years to develop a program there. But we have a lot of kids that buy in. And again, that's when young golfer, young, young athletes see success in a certain sport, they're going to stick with it. And I, I have a couple of kids on the team that probably at a small school like Palmerton, where I, I work at, um, would be basketball players. They're actually now full-time golfers. So that's pretty cool that, that they bought into that um, because they're big kids and they're going to hit it far. What's the coolest message you've received since – knowing that you, in fact, did qualify for the PGA Championship? Who, who, who's the neatest text message or voicemail that you got that you're kind of like, wow, this is big? Um, kind, of, kind of my parents, um, not a cliche answer, but uh, they don't always say a lot of words to me, and, uh, and not in a negative way, but not a lot of praise or anything. We try to keep it even keel. And uh, I remember my mom saying, like, this is what we've all, and you've been working so hard for, for a quarter of a century towards this goal. Um, so kind of getting that, that voicemail, um, was pretty special. And, and, and for all of the, your golf team at Palmerton, which I hope is watching and listening to the podcast. um, We we have a lot of support. Absolutely. Sure. And, and that's, that was sort of the last question I was going to ask you. Um, I'm assuming when you play your, your rounds at home or your other practice, uh, you know, when you practice or when you play in tournaments, you don't play in front of crowds. So there's probably won't be much of adjustment for you. Um, well, what do you think it's going to be like? Do you think that the major, um, I don't want to say loses something, but do you think it's going to just feel different than, than maybe it has in the past for, for club professionals? Cause you're not going to have that big buzz. You're not going to hear the roars when, when, when certain players, you know, when Phil makes a, a flop shot that goes in or something, it's going to be kind of quiet out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I've never obviously experienced the other right. side of it, but, um, I still know 50 million people are going to watch me try to wiggle in a four footer. So that's just as much pressure as if they're sitting there in the stands. But um, yeah, I think it's going to, if anything, help us club pros. um, When we kind of look around, we can just kind of focus on ourselves and not have to worry about the 50,000 people watching us. Cause I know it's only natural. We'll get caught up in that where we don't really have that excuse right now. So I, that might help us. You might see one of us, maybe me, kind of play a little bit better than past years because we haven't had to worry about that. Yeah. And, and the great news is with all the, uh, and I can tell you there's a lot of TV coverage that are going to be on both digitally uh, and, and linear TV cable and, and network. There's a lot of opportunities to see everybody play. So uh, super, super excited for you, Alex. Thank you so much for taking a little time with us. Safe travels here. When, when you fly in, I'll just, I'll just wave at you when, when you land. Cause literally that's, that's I'll, all I can I'll do right now. I'll wave to you tomorrow around two 30 when we're coming in. I'll, I'll wave as I'm landing for sure. All right. Well, I can't wait to hopefully get a chance to, to, to meet you at some point. Best of luck to you in your first major, the PGA championship at Harding park. Thanks Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, Lex, you can't help but root for, for Alex Knoll. Um, you know, I just, I just was, I got kind of caught up in how you could tell how excited he was. And I love uh, the moments, you know, um, you know, as, as a parent to be able to hear him talk about how proud his parents are of him. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think it's it's definitely very special. And after hearing the roller coaster that he went on of, am I in, am I not in? And for him to stay so poised and also so humble. I mean, he was, he's so just like, he's ready to be there. But if he wasn't going to be there, he seems, I don't know, like he seems like a normal person. And like you said, the aspect of his parents when they might not, you know, express themselves as much as some others for them to be so proud of him is, is really special. For sure. For sure. You know, what else is really special is Maverick million dollar majors is free to yeah. play a trivia game and fans who enter could win great Cali golf equipment and up to 2 million bucks. Who doesn't want to win $2 million? I don't know. Lex, we're not eligible. We're Callaway employees. Oh, that's right. All right. But, but for those of you listening who are not Callaway employees, to enter and play, go to CallawayGolf.com slash FanBeat starting on today, because this came down on mm -hmm. Tuesday. Uh, each tournament round offers a grand prize. You'll need to answer the pre-round questions. You guys have done this before. We've done these FanBeat games before. <laughs> uh, then there'll be questions presented during the breaks and action of the live coverage of each round. Um, two pre-round questions will be available starting today. So definitely go to CallawayGolf.com slash FanBeat. And here's one of the exciting things. If you get all the questions right in a round, you could win $1 million. But when, I'm not saying if, when a Callaway team member wins the major, the grand prize doubles to $2 bucks. How about that? That's, that's pretty cool. I mean, right in there, the contingency is, I think it's looking pretty good. I like it. CallawayGolf.com slash FanBeat. Um, so go follow that. And also follow all, the, all our social channels this week. You know, the golf bag, we haven't really talked much about it, but it's a San Francisco-themed golf bag that all of our staffers are going to be using, including uh, Alex and Mike. Amazing, amazing work by the team to pull those off. What's in the bags? You know, you got to know what's mm -hmm. in Phil's bag this week because it's changing all the time. Xander's bag. <laughs> all of that's all updated on the website, and you'll be able to find it out on uh, our social channels as well. And just some more kind of cool surprises as the week goes on. Yeah, I think obviously, you know, the bags are one of the low key things that we do as a golf company for these majors. And um, I, it'll be really cool to see them on our social channels and you get to maybe see some photos and stuff of the event that you haven't seen before. So why not give us a follow and uh, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, Amanda's going to be out here. Maybe we'll get her to uh, to take a pick or two because Amanda and I can't even go to the same places because uh, I'm I'm in That's one right. group, she's in another group. We have function groups. Everything's very very. Mm -hmm. But but I, I told Amanda from a, a safe social distance, we'll stay high. And the other thing that's exciting is my good friend Henrik, who we're going to talk about in our interview here with Mike Otterson in a second. He's staying like one hotel over that one. Mm -hmm. So when yeah, I go I on mean, my my evening walk, I'm sure maybe I'll be able to run into my favorite suite. Well, and speaking of Henrik, don't forget to submit your questions for Ask the Iceman, which will be right. featured in the podcast in a week. By the time this comes out, it'll be a week, <laughs> a week later. Yeah, well, we, we, we have two plans for recording the podcast. If Henrik wins, we're staying and celebrating with him and recording with him mm -hmm. Sunday night. Uh, if he doesn't win, then we'll record with him on Monday morning before he flies back home to, uh, to, to see his family. Really hoping to record on Sunday. I know. One time I want to work fun. a weekend. We haven't done something like that. Well, I, I just, I'll just keep working the weekend, so it's all good for me. So uh, Mike Otterson is our next guest on the podcast, Lex, uh, from Hickory Woods in Cincinnati, which we'll talk a little bit about. Kind of an interesting story about that golf course. Uh, I love the fact that Mike, when he joined us, was just like driving in his rental car, his courtesy car, right after he landed from the airport. Um, kind of, uh, you could tell that he, he's a little amped up for this thing. Yeah, Mike called us. Um, he had just landed and gotten his rental car with his caddy and 
he seems really amped, really excited to get out there. They obviously haven't been able to see the golf course or play it before. So he's going to go out there with his caddy, do the, do a little bit of research, but I won't give away everything. Let's get to this interview with Mike. That professional at Hickory Woods in Cincinnati, Mike Otterson in the road. Just arrived here in San Francisco. First impressions of uh, the city by the bay. We got a beautiful day right here with the fog not quite rolling in yet. It's 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 pretty awesome. It was it was nice to get off the plane and it not be you know real bad humidity and stuff like that. Really comfortable. The bit we walked around, all the locals we've talked to have said how you know this is about as hot as you know as warm as it's going to get, and looks like there's a pretty consistent breeze and stuff like that. So that should make make golf a little interesting. Yeah, we're recording this on Saturday because we don't want to bother uh, either you or uh, Alex Knoll, who we had on a few minutes ago, um, you know, during the week. But talk to me a little bit about when you realized you were getting in to the PGA Championship. It was different this year. As we, we talked about with Alex, there was a, a list. It wasn't qualifying through the yep. Club Pro Championship. When did you know you were officially in and what was your reaction to it? Well, the, the, they had sent out some emails saying that in the event that the, the national championship gets canceled – that, you know, here, here is the list from the, you know, 2019 player of the year points list on who, you know, who's going to be in. And uh, so it was, I had mixed emotions on when it got canceled because I, I definitely wanted to play. It's that, that, that event is our, our major, major championship for those of us, our club, you know, fellow club, club professionals and stuff like that. So look forward to playing that in each and every year. Um, kind of felt like my game was in a good enough spot to where I think I was pretty confident I could have top 20 to that week. Um, I liked the golf course. I traveled down there in November. Um, and, but on the other hand, knowing that if it does get canceled and I'm in the PGA championship, that's, that's, that's not a bad alternative. So, um, I know myself and, uh, fellow Southern Ohio professional Bob Sowards, you know, he's on the list as well. Um, you know, when they did eventually, when we got the email um, from the PGA saying that the national championship is now canceled, not just postponed. Um, there was an instant where I was like, man, that's, that's a bummer. But then on the other hand, it was, I was over the moon, you know, just like, you know, this, I've, I've, I've still earned it. I still played a lot of good golf to get my, get my, get in this position. Um, I'm, I'm just, elated and I'm, I'm really excited. I can't wait to get into Harding Park tomorrow for the first time and, uh, you know, check it all out. So pretty cool. Talk to me about Hickory Woods. Um, the first regulation course you ever played growing up and yep. now, you know, you're, you're the, the head pro there. Why is it so special? And, and look, I'll just be honest with you. A lot of our listeners, uh, viewers probably haven't heard of it. So tell yeah. people a little bit about it and, and, and why they should get to know it. You know, it, it's, it, it's, you know, growing up in Cincinnati, um, there's, um, you know, a couple of municipal golf courses that, you know, younger kids will go play. I learned to play at a little, a place called Little Miami um, in Newtown, just outside Cincinnati. Um, great driving range, par three course. Uh, my dad would take me there when I was uh, three years old and then um, just fell in love with the game. And then, you know, as you get a little older and, you know, dad wants to go play too. Um, I remember hopping in a cart and, and basically, you know, that being the first big golf course that I ever played. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's funny how things work out that, you know, years and years and years later down the road, um, you I'm now the head professional and have been there since I think my first year was in 2012. And you, you ask the question, why is it such a special place? It, it, 
it has to do with the people that are there, um, the, from the family that owns it um, to the, 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 the fellow staff that I have that make it such a, a wonderful, wonderful place. Uh, golf course isn't necessarily a long golf course. It's a fun golf course to play. We've got uh, – it's a par 70. It's got three par threes on each side, um, very scenic par threes. And uh, it's it's one of those kind of golf courses where you can come out and potentially – I've had a lot of people say, man, I just, I just shot my best round ever, you know, being par 70 and, you know, par – you know, six par threes and stuff like that. And, um, it's just a great environment too. It's uh, not a lot of houses on the golf course. It's just, just a golf course. And, um, in, in Cincinnati, it's, it's one of the busier public golf courses in town, but it's always in, always in really good, good condition. Our, our ground staff, they, uh, they bust their butt all summer long and, uh, to deliver a really good product. All right. I'm in next time I'm in Cincinnati. I'm going to call you up. Give, We're going to go me, play some golf call. together. Give me a call. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about uh, your Callaway golf bag. Um, okay. What are what are your 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 favorite clubs in the bag? And then uh, again, I've done a ton of research for this right now. I, I hear there's a potential putter controversy. You're deciding between two putters. <laughs> uh, can 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 you answer the question? What what blade is going to be in the bag? And then kind of take me through the rest of it. I I've, I've I haven't unpacked them yet. So the two that are in the bag, they had a lot of time to sit there and, uh, and, and discuss with each other who should be the starter. It, okay. I, I do, I do have I, the, a putter that I've, I've had a lot of success with, um, is in there. Um, it is an odyssey, which is, which is good. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I would say favorite club in the bag. Um, I would say is my three wood. It's just a, a flash fairway. It's got a heavy, uh, 10C shaft in it that I love and it's just kind of a, a fairway finder for me and if, if if I need to make sure I find you know find the short grass so um, but the relationship with Callaway has been unbelievable I can't thank our green grass rep Jenny Young she's she's awesome and everybody at headquarters they do a great job you remind me of another one of our Callaway staffers who uses a three wood all the time uh, the Iceman uh, Henrik Stenson <laughs> I've heard your game described as Stenson-esque. Can you give me a little uh, a little sneak peek into that? I, 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 you know, it'd be it'd be neat to to maybe play a practice round with him and 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 compare, um, just hitting the golf ball really hard, um, being you know irons and three woods and stuff like that. I there are situations where it's like you know what I'd much rather just hit the three wood instead of hitting the driver. And I think that's just a confidence thing with it. And not to say I'm a bad driver of the golf ball, but, it, you know, hitting, hitting a three wood and it's still getting it out there, you know, and then having a mid iron in, in hand is uh, pretty confident with that. Well, I would say this, Mike, you know, when you're on the range, go up to Henrik, tell him I told you to go. I, I don't know if you know this, me and him are very close friends. And <laughs> uh, please say that I said to introduce yourself and that you want to hit some three woods with him and kind of show him how to do it. He'd right, probably okay. appreciate the advice. Oh, yeah, I, I bet he would. Yeah, yeah, he, he gets into town tomorrow uh, as well, uh, and we'll make a, a, an appearance out of the course on Monday. Um, what has it been like trying to learn Harding Park from a distance? You know, this, this place has hosted, uh, you know, President's Cup, and then they had the WGC here. Though the President's Cup, the routing was all different, which is going to mess yeah, me up the, the entire yeah, week. The, even, even, yeah, the, the PGA Tour, I think even some of the, pre, the uh, promo videos in the lobby of where we picked up a rental yeah. car. That, that even their promo video has the routing, the holes like different and stuff like that. So we're we're sitting there today waiting for a rental car, and my buddy Mark, who's caddying for me, goes, I, "I'm pretty sure that's not the second hole. I'm, I think that's 11." And so yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Eight, eight, know, 18 is back to being 18 because 18 was 14, I think, in the Presidents Cup because they wanted everyone to play it. 
uh, got yeah yeah right around the water there yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah so just basically just been doing some google earth research and you know uh, i was happy to see that they converted their, their greens to bent grass um mm-hmm. which is which is you know what we have um in cincinnati mm-hmm. um um and i i don't know what kind of rough i think they have just a mix of just a little bit of everything and kakuya stuff in the rough and um yeah. you know it'll be, it'll be we, we got out here early to to kind of take care of those things and iron all that out so when it comes thursday we're we feel like we're pretty ready to go all right i asked this to alex earlier let's talk about the fog are you going to try to structure your your practice so you can play a little bit either early or late to deal with some of the marine layer conditions and then get a little bit of time in the afternoon uh, Monday looks like it's a non-fog day, but then we'll see it Tuesday through the rest of the week. How's that going to work out? Um, I, yeah, definitely because I want to figure out how, you know, it's going to affect the golf ball. We're already at pretty much sea level. Um, yeah. So getting in there and figuring out what it, what it's going to do to the ball flights um, is going to be be huge. I mean, it's if, 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 if it's a club or two different, we need to, we need to know that info, info going in. So we'll do, we'll do a lot of, um, a lot of research with that. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the city right now and you can see the fog is, is just sort of kind of still here, kind of at the airport, but it's starting to creep inland. But uh, this morning it lifted fairly early, but some days it doesn't lift till like 11, 11.30, particularly when you get that west wind, um, you know, kind of coming off the water, which is, which is the prevailing wind and we expect that. What are your expectations going into this week? How, how do you consider when you're going to get on the plane and, and head back home to, to go see everybody at Hickory Woods, Cincinnati. What is success in, in your mind? A success in my mind is, is to just be able to prepare the way I normally do. I, I mean, I can't, I don't want to get out here and overexert myself, you know, hit hundred hundreds of balls every day and, you know, walk 18 holes every day, but I don't want to get to Thursday and be exhausted. So I want to make sure I got, you know, gas in the tank and we're ready to go when, when Thursday hits. So I just want to, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm the shots that I'm capable of hitting. I'm, I'm in good shape with, um, um, I want to just feel like as I'm prepared as I, I can be. And, you know, if I, if I shoot a couple 68s and we're in good shape, or if I shoot a couple 78s and we call it an early trip, so be it. But I just want to, you know, make sure I do as much as I can to make sure that, you know, I, I'm ready with my own game and not, you know, try to, you know, feel like you got to keep up with the, the guys that do it on a regular, regular basis. So, I mean, I've used the adage that, you know, I'm a golf professional, not a professional golfer anymore. So that, that, that little bit of reality check when it comes to that. Plus I'm, I'm a little concerned about your caddy. I mean, you seem to be in a vehicle that he's in charge of moving and you guys haven't moved in the entire time where, where, where we've recorded this podcast. So uh, I I'm, a sure, little, I made, I'm a little concerned. I made, I made sure to um, ask the Cadillac or our wonderful sponsor that if at any moment an electronic device is turned on, the, the car just stops. I know that sounds dangerous, but it, no, I'm kidding. But the, uh, no, Mark is a great dude. He's my, he's caddying for me. Uh, we've been excited to do something like this for a long, long time. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be just as much fun for him as it's going to be for me. So looking forward to it. All right. Well, Mark, my only advice for you is keep up, shut up and take some great <laughs> pictures. Okay. You got to get some good pictures of, of Mike playing, especially in these practice rounds, getting around, uh, Harding okay. Parks as the scenes are going to be spectacular. I will, man. I appreciate it. All right, Mike. 
thank you so much for spending some time with us, uh, both you and Alex. Everybody at Callaway, just know that everyone down at Carlsbad and our worldwide operations are, are thrilled for you guys' opportunity and know you guys are going to uh, represent us in the way we want to be represented. We know you're going to do your best. And uh, congratulations on, on making thank it to you. San Francisco, to making it to a major championship, and best of luck this week. Well, thank you to everybody at Callaway, and we're looking forward to a good week. All right, Lex, there you have it. We've heard from Alex Knoll. We've heard from Mike Otterson. We now know the two Callaway staff professionals way better than you did before, and you have two new people to root for going into uh, the PGA Championship. Yeah, you know, keep keep an eye on them. You just you never know what's going to happen. All it takes is for somebody to have a good good little day, get themselves on the leaderboard, and it could be a really fun weekend. Yeah, we haven't seen a club pro make the cut in a while, so maybe this is the year. <laughs> That's always what we kind of look so. for. This. This, honestly, of the last couple courses they've played for the PGA, I think this one may set up better because uh, it's just not as long as some of the other places they've played. And, and also with this heavy air that we have here in the Bay Area that we expect to have uh, during the competition days, that'll mitigate some of the distance advantages that some of the guys uh, will have. But who knows? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. That's why they play the game, right? <laughs> that's, that's what they say. And don't forget to uh, sign up for that fan beat contest so you have the chance to win $2 million. Not you, Callaway. Jeff, but everybody listening. I know. CallawayGolf.com slash FanBeat. You definitely want to do that. And just like we said before, follow all of our channels on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, not on TikTok. And just uh, jump on in and, and follow the story all week. Can't wait to uh, share all this great content with everybody.